Welcome back, everyone, to the Rocky Mountain Racing Review Podcast, your one-stop shop for Colorado motocross. Welcome back, everybody, to the Rocky Mountain Racing Review Podcast. So don't beat me up too much. Uh, I know I said in this episode we we're probably going to talk to Todd Bannister, but because of my work schedule and his training schedule and everything, we couldn't meet up uh, to get an episode uh Uh, recorded and everything but I want you guys to be able to have some more content since I technically released our pilot episode early and uh, it blew up so you guys are awesome thank you all for sharing thank you everybody I mean this is an amazing amazing community I did not think it was going to be this big and it blew up so thank you all and I figured this podcast is going to be just a rundown of all the plans that we have for the podcast so everybody knows what they're signing up for, um, what we have in store, um, the full ideas. Um, I'm getting a lot of uh, feedback from people which have great ideas. I also want to put out there that um, if I don't use someone's feedback or an idea, that doesn't mean that it's not valued. Um, I, I appreciate every feedback and everything. It just might not be plausible or in my uh, my limits that I have right now, um, but it doesn't mean it's not valid or in an outstanding idea, and I don't want that to discourage anybody from uh, continuing to give me feedback because I absolutely love it, and you guys are, I mean, this is us. It's, it's an awesome community, and everybody's giving some amazing, amazing ideas, so subscribe, uh, stay tuned, strap up, and get ready to throw down. Alright everybody, once again, I want to thank you as the listener. Uh, You guys are awesome. Everybody sharing everything on Instagram. You were helping out a huge, 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 huge amount. Please go to SoundCloud, SoundCloud or iTunes or Spotify and use that share button and everything. And share it on all your other platforms such as Facebook. Um, and all the others, it's going to make this thing really big and spread it out even further um, and help it grow. Another huge shout out I want to give to is Applied Technology Suspension and Race Tech. Uh, they are our first sponsor. They reached out first and was interested and uh, they came on board as a sponsor. And following others, we, uh, we have some others interested. Uh, they're just getting details and laying it out. So I think we're going to be able to provide you guys with t-shirts, um, a bunch of swag to hand, hand out at the races and everything. And most importantly, we're going to be able to hand, hand out uh, a couple extra specialty awards for those that really stood out but didn't necessarily get the top five. So once again, thank you listeners and thank you sponsors. Without you guys, this wouldn't be possible. All right, let's slow it down and dive in. So this podcast is, as you guys all know, it's a community thing. Uh, it's about us. It's about the motocross championship here in Colorado, the RMRA uh, motocross championship here in Colorado. We got the combined series now, so we're not um, two entities anymore, which is fantastic for all of us racers and everything. It's going to make the competition a lot stiffer. Um, you get those number one plates um, for the state with the AMA, and uh, I know everybody's chomping at the bit to get one of those because I know I sure am. Um, that's one of those is definitely on uh, the to-do list. Hopefully one day. But back to it, it's this podcast. Um, it's it's just basically a, a way to give back to the community and everything. So we're gonna stick the structure-wise. So RMRA, um, we plan on coming out and doing 
updates on the races and then releasing podcasts podcasts on like Fridays. So then you guys as listeners um, can get excited for the race up on the weekends. Um, you guys kind of know who to look out for on the weekends, uh, Saturday at practice and Sundays. Not saying to like, oh, this is the guy I need to beat or take out or anything. We're just going to say, hey, these are the, the guys who are looking really good in, in their classes. So we're going to talk about that stuff. And then um, I plan, I'm going to be racing as well. And then uh, I'll come at, around and I'll have my microphone and everything. And when I give the awards to the people who we chose, uh, so the whole structure is is once they release the, the schedule and uh, kind of thing, we're going to choose one class from each race and then I'll go in and make sure I watch that class. And uh, it's probably going to be structured a little bit away from my classes. Hopefully we'll pick one that's not by the 30B or the, the 25 plus class. So uh, we'll, we'll we'll watch that class, and then I'm going to have whoever I choose, maybe me, definitely me, obviously, but maybe um, an industry member or uh, a different opinion. So it's not just myself that, you know, we all contribute and be like, you know, this person really deserved it in this class. No, this was awesome. So then it gives you guys' motivation to be like, yes, it's my class this week. Um, you really go hard. You're going to train that, that week and you're going to like take that trophy home in the, uh, that weekend. So it's another little motivation for you guys. It's a way, um, to also help RMRA because they do so much for us and they have a budget as well. So it kind of adds another way to give to the community, uh, other than whole shot, um, awards and and their their kind of awards that they give so it's just something special just like uh adamant and app and those lit kits and and maybe we'll do that too whoever uh that's a good idea as well i don't want to steal it from them but you know it's just it's not stealing it it's just expanding on it you know and it's uh taking his idea giving it credit to him and he's doing the lit kit award for all the national guys and everything why can't we do a local lit kit award uh nobody's patented these awards or anything so we can kind of do however we want you know so it's a good way so that we can see these people and and give something back so that's the rmra kind of aspect of it and then kind of moving on to the next structure phase is just kind of thinking locally so it's colorado motocross so there's so many families there's so many so many ways that dirt bikes or off-road riding or anything has touched people's hearts and souls and has healed souls um i can speak for that myself um and everything so uh, we all know as riders and everything the family aspect of it and everybody says the same thing um, it's a way of life it's a lifestyle um, it's not a sport um, and we once you swing a leg over that 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 bike you know um, everybody knows that it's it's not a sport it's it's a it's more than a hobby it's a passion the moment you swing that leg over it's it's you're hooked Um Quoting the famous Judd Barlow, um, he said the and it's a clean joke too, so I can't get too too big of trouble with iTunes on it. But Judd used to have the best quote that I heard. Uh, it's the funnest thing you can do with clothes on. So <laughs> I thought it was hilarious, and uh, I always say it and repeat it him. So Judd, uh, there's your uh, your quote, buddy. And 
So that's a good leading transition, uh, mentioning Judd as well, because uh, that's going to go into the community and then spotlight families. Um, there's those families and everything that has touched the sport, and I want to get their story, and they probably have great stories or experiences, and and people, um, we know we, we've lost people in the motocross community too, so we can, we can get those stories on. Um, we got... Um, Daniel and his, his dad, um, Joe, everybody kind of knows the, the return of Dio and, and Dio vlogs. Um, so if you don't, you can follow him on Instagram, but, uh, and, and his other platforms on YouTube. Um, but those two and Mona, um, and Allison, his, his wife are, are great people. And we're going to have them on because, uh, Joe's funny. He's hilarious. Daniel is too. Um, so I already mentioned those guys in the previous podcast, so I won't go too much. Um, and then all the other families. So that's kind of the, the aspect of that. I want to bring the community in and then um, kind of just expand and get everybody's stories and funny stories on, on here with the Shondex and everything. You always watch his Instagram uh, of Bryce's and he's always doing funny voices or, or something goofy wearing a mask and you know we need some comedy and some lively st- uh, stuff just like uh, some of the others you know so we're going to invite people on we're just going to talk we're going to have a good time um, and just lay down some stories on, on track so then leading into that is the business side of things so with our sponsors, uh, Applied Technology and everything, with one of them, uh, I'm, we're planning on having a podcast with them, and they're going to come on board and talk about how to set up your suspension. Um, I'm probably going to have some questionnaires and stuff that I'm going to ask you guys as the public. Um, what questions do you guys have? Uh, how do you set your SAG? What's what's good for this? Um I won't depend. I'll pick and choose uh, some of the questions and everything. We can ask Tyler because just with his and if you guys go watch Daniel's video, Dio's uh, video on uh, the suspension. And while I was there at Aztec watching them talk about it, there was so much stuff that I did not have any idea about. So those guys have a, a lot of technical information they can give to us, and that the typical writer won't get unless they do that and then so uh the other side too is uh tyler's gonna probably have a discount code so i will give a a discount code during the episode um and then you can go get um say that you listen to the podcast and everything or use that code to uh, get a discount for your suspension so uh, that would be one, and then some of our other sponsors that, well, possible sponsors that we're talking to want to come on and talk about training and uh, supplements that we can use um, for arm pump and, and et cetera. Um, there's been a couple other uh, mechanics and, and uh, motor work people. Um, we have uh, a motocross um, store interested in sponsoring as well. Um, and then an excavation company that might be wanting to sponsor. Um, so we're just gonna keep on letting this thing grow. And then, so that business aspect is because we have sponsors and everything, uh, I just want to let everybody know because this is a community podcast. This is not about me. Um, SoundCloud, you have to pay. Um, this whole podcast thing is you have to pay, um, for a website or an RSS feed. Um, kind of platform and if you do that yourself 
all the storage on the internet for that feed of all these files can get super, super, super expensive. So I'm using SoundCloud, which has unlimited storage, but it's a yearly subscription that you have to pay a certain amount, which is not cheap, I might add. Um, for a person with rent in Colorado, everybody knows uh, how expensive things can be. So uh, uh, that goes towards that equipment, um, paying off uh, equipment like microphones and other uh, devices to get these good podcasts and good audio. Um, and then the other thing, the largest thing is like swag to hand out to you guys for free at the, the track. And then those awards and then uh, getting t-shirts and everything for uh, for just handouts and, and spreading the word. Um, we're going to give back and it all goes back to you. So then uh, depending on how many sponsors and ha- how much stuff we, we do, we can... Okay, uh, we do the Lit Kit Award, and we do the Hard Charger Award, and all it does is add more to the podcast um, and and more to the community to to give back. Um, I think it's an outstanding thing um, to to bring everybody in and show show the love um, f- that we all have, and not try to make a profit out of everything. I have a job; I don't need to do this for a living. I'm not trying to do it for a living. Um, this is just a fun hobby. I tried to do the YouTube thing and everything, and I suck as a writer. <laughs> so uh, no one wants to watch uh, a sucky writer ride. So, um, which makes sense. I wouldn't either. So I figured um, this would be the best way to kind of do something else. Um, and then I, it just kind of started developing that, like, you know, everybody does reports on the nationals and and all the pros and and all that stuff. Why can't we think locally and do a podcast on our local racing? Um, I don't know if it's I haven't seen too much of it. I've searched motocross and everything on podcasting, and it's a lot of kind of weak ideas. So uh, I took my idea and then everybody else's collaboration, and we we just started this podcast and everything um i think it's gonna blow up and be huge and there's gonna be a lot of people interesting or listening not interesting but yeah there's gonna be interesting people too um but i think this whole idea was to go okay we're headed like families are headed to the track um friday night getting ready to go to the races and they wanted to hear last week's kind of update of the race and who did who, who did what, and then once riders come off the track, uh, we'll give them the award right there and, and do a little interview, and, you know, just like the pros do. Like, let's, why can't we um, have that kind of special uh, showing and, and everything as well? Um, there's also some other media companies that I'm friends with that maybe one day we can start doing live streams of the video, uh, of the, the races and stuff. We could set up just like, four or five cameras in a couple corners or something and then some overviews and you know this could blow up and be we we could revolutionize local the the local racing scene you know like we could make a whole new standardization of racing and uh we could do live casting of the races and and the sky's the limit you know we could expand the sport sell more bikes get more interest 
Um, we, we can do whatever we want. The sky's the limit. As long as we're not selfish and everything, we can really just expand this out. It means getting more riders, um, more women racers. Uh, one thing I really brought up to, uh, while I was wanted to do, like while I was working through all this podcast stuff, um, that came to mind is what, let's have a huge pro class. Like it, that's what everybody really wants to see at the races too. And not just that, but like all the little kids, um, the little 30 year olds like me, um, that, you know, look up to all the fast guys and even like the Connor Stevens Stevenson's and stuff. Like I'm 30 and that little turd is, is fast. You know, he's, he's super fast. So, uh, let's get that pro 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 class. I can't talk right now, but pro class, back to where it should be, you know, like some full gates and, and some actual challenges and, and it'd be awesome to watch, you know, and, and you guys get more money because the pros, you know, making those funds. Um, and then the pro payouts, a better payout. So like if you're in a B class, I know, and, and thinking about bumping up, like who cares if you are the fifth or fourth guy every race or if you want to be the first second fastest guy or whatever why not strive to be the fastest guy don't be scared to come in last just because you're scared to be in the pro class like i i got i caught a lot of flack um for when i went from the c class and i bumped myself up to the b class because the c class was sketchy i just backed off on the starts i wasn't going to push it and everything and because every video that i had there was a wreck in the start. So I was like, this isn't safe. And I started to get like ride with other B riders and everything. And I knew that I had the speed to, to either be competitive or learn to be better. Cause I could hold my line and, and ride with them and be safe with them. So I just bumped up to the B class and it was the best thing for me. It's been safer. Um, yeah, we had our incidences and the racing's a lot more, um, aggressive, I would say, but like, why why don't some B riders bump up to the A class? Um, it's better for you. You get more interest from actual sponsors and everything. And yeah, the competition's stiffer, but you know, at least you're you're working towards something of of going places. Uh, I don't understand why people just want to be. I understand racing out of out of state and being the B class and uh, heck. Um, out of state in the B class is usually faster than most pro classes, which I don't understand. I feel like the sandbagging uh, kind of way that, I don't know, uh, we, we all kind of got stuck to. Like I was afraid to bump up out of the C class just because I wanted, I didn't think I was going to win anything. And I was like, well, I want those plaques and everything. But then I, I started riding and everything and slowly I got, well, I got faster and faster and faster. And now I'm winning stuff in the, the B class. And now I do have those aspirations of, of bumping up to the A class, not this, not this, not in 2020, but in 21, I'm going to try to bump up to the A class and race for the 30A Loretta Lens. And I don't know, I just think more people need to bump up to the, to the A's. Uh, I know me and Bronson McClure, we, we talked about it today and I asked him what's his plan. So He's going to race locally this year and, and bump up to the A-class, and then he's going to start going after Supercross Futures and getting his pro license and, and racing um, the, the the Thunder Valley National and everything. And he's another one that's like they got so much potential to make 
a legit living and like be a legit sponsored factory rider um with just the right amount of support and the right amount to try which they have so um he he's bumping up and it's about time too bronson i uh i did not like racing you in the the 250b and the 450b uh (laughs) you're way too fast it's not fair um but yeah so now but Zach Robertson's super super fast, you know. Dylan Flatley, maybe maybe he'll bump up. Um, not trying to sway you guys because uh, as you guys get older and join the 25B class, maybe I don't want to race against you guys this next year. But bump up to the A's. Um, but other than that, I, I really think we need to get our pro class a lot bigger. Um, just to help out, not help out the pros, but just make racing in Colorado that much more exciting. Um, so then. Uh, wow, we're almost in 20 minutes already. We're, we're, we're tuning it. So let's take a commercial break or like a little music break. Uh, and then I'm going to just treat this as like a template for like one of our sponsors breaks. And that way our sponsors that are listening or our future sponsors are listening, um, can kind of see what they're kind of getting into. And, and, uh, so this is going to be this little music intervention or intermission is going to be, uh, where an advertisement would go and then we're going to kind of continue on after that all right music intermission over uh, welcome back. Uh, if in case you guys needed any music or anything, I, I've been kind of creating my own music. So uh, all this, I guess I'll mention myself. Uh, I all this music was created by me and uh, just a mixer and everything here at home. And because uh, with this podcast and everything, if you eventually, if I want to add advertising, if I get enough s- subscribers and everything, um, or monetize platforms, I guess I would call it. Uh, you can't use uh, other people's music. So right now, uh, that's why I've been just developing my own music on here, and it's been going pretty well. Um, I've been having a, a lot of fun with it. And also I would like to thank like uh, Garrett Nibbler and his girlfriend Christina uh, for helping out and giving feedback on the music as I make it. You guys uh, helped out a bunch, so I appreciate it. Uh, and I hope you guys listening uh, enjoyed it and my dog's yawning over here, but uh, I hope you guys, yeah, so I hope you guys are enjoying it quite a bit, because I had fun doing it, and I'll continue to do it. Um, so yeah, more on the podcast. Since we're talking about intermissions and ads and stuff like that, um, just kind of get the little sponsoring s- slogan or structuring that I got going on. So um there's like a couple spots left. I don't have the. I'm not gonna put the full details on here just because of length and everything. But there's a couple spots on the, the the podcast album cover uh, is what I want to call it. Uh, I consider it like a CD or whatever. But for the cover art or whatever you want to call it, um, we're gonna put our sponsorship logos on top of that cover. There'll be some big ones. Uh, there'll be some small ones. So then after those fill up. You're going to have to buy episode sponsorships uh, to be mentioned on the podcast. Those are going to be a certain price, and you're going to have to buy a certain amount of episodes. 
So if you guys want to sponsor and everything and help us like start getting swag ordered and getting ready for like the arena cross season, that would be awesome. Um, instead of just the RMRA, because right now I'm doing it all out of pocket, um, minus with Applied's uh, awesome uh, sponsorship that they're helping me out. And the other route that I wanted to tell everybody too is like, and proving that it's for the community, is I'm also allowing the sponsors to be able to give goods because sometimes um, it's better for them as well if they can give goods or services because um, it gives them the advertisement but then it also saves them some money by just instead of just forking out um, a donation or anything. But um, so that's why I left that option in there. But I'm rather would have the donations so that we can get these shirts and awards kind of ordered and get ready and uh, start getting this all planned out for the upcoming season. So I'm doing it all out of pocket right now to, to buy the shirts and then start handing them out. And same with the awards, uh, and I also haven't researched or anything how much those cost. So I'm sure it's expensive, so I've been putting money away in my savings account for all this stuff um, as a weekly fund um, from my paycheck to a savings account so we can make sure this is awesome um, and get graphics for people. A lot of people have been asking me for logos and everything to put on their bikes. Um, right now... Um, I really appreciate you guys doing that. I'm just going to hold off for now until I get some definite logos um, and, and stuff kind of dialed down, and then we can go from there. Um, we can even expand it out to a local team or whatever, you know, that the podcast can sponsor some racers and stuff, depending on how big we get. Um, we'll kind of keep it a little bit structured different so that, like, if our riders do, if we do sponsor riders, it's not all about these riders or anything. Um, so we'll, we'll keep it about the community and everything, but it'd be cool to, I I've been looking at like maybe, um, creating jerseys and stuff and having a team, um, um, gear set and stuff. I thought, I thought that would be cool, but that's way, way, way in the future. But I'm, this is what this podcast is about is, uh, the podcast plans as my phone hits up of everybody messaging me on, on Instagram here. Um, which that have, holy cow, all the, the attention on Instagram right now has made me realize that I don't want to be an influencer or whatever those people are called on Instagram that do that for a living. Uh, a, I don't know how they make money on it and holy cow, that is time consuming. Um, so I've been doing it like late, late, late at night and then, uh, trying to do it outside of work on like lunch breaks and stuff. Uh, can't distract me from my normal job because I got pay rent. So um, more on the podcast. So that goes from that structure uh, to the next structure of just making the com- community better as a whole. Um, a lot of people all listen and everything. And um, I'm not trying to tell anybody how to do with their jobs or anything on this next segment. But it's more like just just taking recommendations or whatever. So maybe if our track track owners are listening and we can get some of the, the community suggestions, uh, maybe we can voice our opinions and kind of sway them to, to get some of our needs or some of the changes that we want to see uh, done and kind of moving forward and everything. Um, I know that I have my, a, a few of my opinions and I know all my buddies and everything have their opinions of what needs to be changed or what we could do. Um, 
I had a, a really good dream of opening a track as every motocrosser does, but um, I have a book that are written down all kinds of ideas in. And uh, I think one of them that I had was, was really cool was if you take a, a Google Earth map or a general layout, you know, an overview of the track and just print out a bunch of those and hand them out to like the public and everything. And A, the kid, like, You'd have to sift through them and everything for the serious ones and for the non-serious one. But, like, one, it it creates creativity for the kids to, like, make their own tracks and, and, oh, what if we changed it here and there? Then, B, it gives the track owners, like, a whole new perspective of their right, like, the, the layout of their track of what could be changed here and it could provide some good ideas for them. So that's one thing is if I ever ran a track or built a, a motocross track that I that I had planned is I would print out like 11 by 17 just overviews of the track and be like and have like a suggestion box. Um, and then people could like draw their, hey, this section would be cool if it did a left and a right here or whatever. Um so I haven't like raced outside of state or anything um, as much, just in like Kansas, and we rode out in California a couple times. So uh, I'm taking a lot of uh, just suggestions or or feedback from uh, some of the guys who have, and and some of them saying that like some of our tracks are too easy or um, the preparation, I, the prep I, is kind of I think is what it is. I think some of our our Track owners are limited to the equipment that they have, but uh, my rodeo background and everything, um, good arena dirt is all about the the equipment that you use. And I think if a lot of uh, motocross tracks use um, like dirt work or, or not dirt work, but like arena, um, rodeo arena equipment, uh, they'd be really successful. Uh, one of the tracks out in Kansas, Bar to Bar, um, did exactly that, and they have a uh, one of the the pieces of equipment i can't remember what it's called exactly but that's the ones that i always talk to my buddies about that uh this is what i would get if i ever uh got a track and everything like see how it it tills it up and makes it super loamy and and not clumpy or anything and and that way the ruts and you still have that good clay dirt but then the ruts actually form up and compact into into something so uh when it comes to track prep um i think we need to just kind of understand that it's not our money um, and they're limited to the equipment that they have and they can't always afford uh, the best equipment or um, other means um, to, to be able to groom the track and everything. Uh, water trucks, man, never mind. Now, those water trucks, you can get a flatbed truck with like four of those big old tanks and everything and make your own water truck. Um, that's just an excuse. Like, I even I got like a water tank in my apartment, um, 250 gallons and everything. You put four of those in a in a nice dually, or not a nice dually, but a, a junker dually and everything that just runs. Um, you'll, you'd still be able to water the track, not as efficiently, but you'd still be able to get it done. So, um, yeah, having a nice huge water truck is nice, but it you can always get it away with that cost and spend more on like uh, the actual grooming equipment. Um, so we'll, we'll talk about that in the other podcasts and everything. We'll get more feedback and it's not grilling any of the track operators. They do an outstanding job. Sweeney is awesome track. I wish it was open more. Um, but you know, theirs is epic out there. Um, 
birthed was had had its day and age and everything it was getting really good um i think it was too long of a track to be able to properly prep it um but i've heard different things of why it closed down whether it be houses or um all kinds of other different rumors so i don't really care about it it's closed it's close but the other thing too is another topic i mean so this is all about the podcast structure um so one thing I, I want to do is an episode on spreading to the community that Two Rivers Racing is under heat of possibly closing down with the housing developments moving next to them and everything. And um, they're kind of keeping us in the loop, saying that the, the county is allowing them to uh, work with the contractor and everything. But then I heard the contractor wasn't doing its part and says that they don't even plan on putting the the noise barrier wall or the you know the the dirt wall in there um so then that's something to think about that all these people from out of state or surrounding areas and everything want to move out of town and then they move out to these areas that we had tracks way before these even houses were around and then because they pay taxes on their land or even their housing and property taxes and stuff, they get more of a say with the county and then they push someone out who's been there longer. Um, that's not American in my opinion. That's just, uh, that's a, it's not even capitalism. Um, you shouldn't be pushed out of your home or your business or anything because of growth or on the state i get manifest destiny and like what's best for the public but what's best for our public you know like what about our community this is best for our majority of people what happens when we don't have as many places to ride and everything we get further and further out east or in other places uh, where we can't ride and then it's a longer drive to get out there instead of being close to you um we need to fight for our rights and stand up for ourselves against these people, and they need to know that uh, we're not going to be putting up with them worrying about their pockets and everything. Um, that's BS in my opinion, and it's not fair to us because we lose the track, we lose more riding, and the community suffers, and then the track owners suffer and everything because that's 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 profit and money into their pockets, you know, to that's their livelihood. Why it's, it's just not right. So, uh, I want to do an episode over there and maybe I'll go ride Milliken and, uh, record their, their opinion on it and try to get more background on it and what we can do to possibly, uh, prevent this happen. Uh, the other thing too, is it's so hard to fight for anything. Um, so they ask for, to message the Johnstown, um, Facebook, I did that multiple times. I'm going to blow up their uh, their inbox and everything just to make sure they know how we feel. It's not fair, um, and th they'll feel the repercussions of it or anything. I used to live in Greeley, so uh, I used to ride Milliken a lot, and that's an outstanding training track. Dude, the ruts are sweet. Uh, you really lay it over in there. I got some epic pictures of actually, like, legitimately like getting down there and dragging some bars in a in a fast low corner instead of like the the short ones you know um so it, that track's awesome uh i think they can work on the jumps a little bit better and everything but though that's the type of track that is limited to their equipment and they also water their track with a flatbed truck like i mentioned um so you can take those ideas and spread them through and you know like you can say it's expensive to prep up a track but you can also uh uh, take other means of uh, 
cutting your cost and thinking outside of the book or outside of the box, not the book. Uh, so there's that option. Some of the other stuff that we want to talk about on the podcast is like training techniques. Um, I want to get and physical therapy, maybe. Um, that's one thing that me personally, I always wanted to learn was like, uh, some of the physical therapy stuff that you can do after going through my knee injury and everything. Um, I kind of try to look and observe as much as I could, uh, while going through physical therapy to, uh, see there's a lot of benefits of it just in stretching and making sure that your flexibility is there and everything. So, uh, we plan on doing a podcast with that. And I think we have a couple partners that might be coming in. Uh, some of the nutrition guys as well. Um, so I think that's going to be an awesome podcast. Um, so we went over the business thing. We went over the racing scene. Um, we went over the families. Uh, I guess we can talk about the pros too. Um, so Bobby Fitch is 40, and he is going to try to be the oldest uh, dude to make a main in Supercross, which is awesome. Um, he's training super hard. Uh, I hope he gets after it. I need to reach out to him and see if he wants to come on. Um, I've been wanting to reach out to him and everything too, but I've been letting him do his thing, and I've been seeing him spread some stuff on Instagram of his sponsors and everything, so I didn't want to impede him or or, or bog him down with my stuff or anything, so I wanted to reach out to him later on and see if he wanted to talk about it as well. I didn't want him to get sidetracked from training because... uh, He needs to be focusing on that if he wants to make those, and and I think that'd be an awesome story. Um, not just for us, he'll put Colorado on the the map too, but for himself, uh, he's going to be able to uh, get a spotlight, a pretty big spotlight, and everything, and they might um, really really play it up. So that'd be huge. So I hope the best for him, and uh, I hope he kicks butt. Um, and then the, just the other pro riders, we got Toddy B, uh, we talked about, you know, and then the Sean Dex, and then we'll see, uh, I'm going to try to reach out to Johnny Garcia, um, somebody said that he took off uh, this year of racing, and then somebody else told me that he's no longer racing, um, so I'm going to reach out for him, he was one of the 250 riders um, last year, uh, and made a bunch of the supercrosses, he hung out with us uh with Taylor Burley and everybody at the the Denver Supercross and uh, Johnny was a pretty cool dude. So uh, I know some people go down there and train with him in in New Mexico and stuff. And uh, I've been trying to get down there and we're going to take a a random trip and just go ride down there in New Mexico. Um, So then maybe I can get his story on here too. Um, And then, you know, the sky's the limit from there. Um, As we expand and get more listeners, maybe we can do it regionally um, and go out for New Mexico, Arizona, and all the Rocky Mountain region, Utah and such, um, and expand it and see how far we can grow the community. Um, And then once we go regional, maybe we can go national then. Um, I can start going out and interviewing the actual pros, and, and depending on how many followers and subscribers we get, um, and how this thing develops. Um, some people kind of joked around with me and made fun of me about, well, well, what are you selling on there? You sound all professional and everything. Or, Well, that's the whole point. Like, if you don't take this serious, then no one else will take it serious, and this thing's not going to grow. So we need to, to make this big, and, you know, like, why not put the local motocross series 
huge, you know, like, and then once we do get regional, regional, um, with the podcast and everything, who knows, maybe people from Utah or New Mexico or Arizona or Kansas will come to us to race. I know a lot of Colorado guys go to Kansas to go race every now and then because of some of their tracks, or we go out to Ponca, we go out to Oklahoma, like, why not make Colorado the destination to come come to during the summers and and some of the others? Let's let's make put us on the map and make sure that like all these Texan people. We already got enough Texans in the state, anyways. Like, might as well like bring them up to race. You know, let's let's start growing and getting those funds or and growing the sport and getting financially growth as well. You know, all this means more dealership notice, more, more industry member notice, you know, spy grows, um, RMRA grows, you know, they benefit because they get more writers and more, uh, membership, um, memberships as well. So, I mean, there's all this other stuff there, the mechanics coming in, like people working on bikes and everything while we're racing and people having issues while they're here visiting, um, there's all kinds of ways that we can grow as a community and, and spread the word with this podcast. And that's kind of the idea. Uh, and I, I hope it gets pretty big. I, I think it has the, the potential and I think everybody's super excited to, uh, to be having this. So I, I wanted to get more content out. Um, so basically I'll wrap it up here. We're a lot longer. Um, I was wrong. I thought we needed to get these a lot shorter um, and keep them to like 20 minute segments. But um, talking to some other fellow uh, podcasters and other people that listen to quite a bit um, or even uh, media industry members, um, they say like 20 minutes is usually just like a news article or a, a news new news broadcast and uh so for for these to be very informative and everything they could be up to like an hour long and everything um especially probably some of the the suspension setups and uh some of the other bike work um podcasts that we'll do um the other shout out too that i want to mention too is uh mark bickford with s or 6s racing um he made he rebuilt my bike for me and everything he helped me out quite a bit um, so I would just want to give him a huge thank you um, for giving me back riding and everything. And he's got my 250F right now as well. Um, Mark is a, a Mark does all the prep work and everything with Byron at um, Aztec. So if you guys need motor work or anything, um, go send your stuff to Mark. Um, and that should be kind of concluding the, this episode. Um, it, please keep on sharing it. Um, not just sharing like Instagram posts and everything. If you could actually share the podcast on some other platforms and, uh, so we get some more listeners and, uh, your followers will see it as well. And we can grow this community to be something bigger than, um, just a a simple podcast. So, uh, stay tuned and, uh, please subscribe. That's going to be huge too as well. And, uh, we'll keep on with the content. All right, race fans, that's going to be a wrap. Uh, I want to thank Applied Technologies for sponsoring the show. And for all you guys, share this podcast. Please uh, get the word out. Try to get some more sponsors for us and everything. That way we get more stuff at the track. So thank you guys as the listener. And stay tuned because we got more for you. Remember, this sport may break our bones, but it will never break our souls.